0: Welcome to 5-Minute Finance, a podcast that explores topics that are impacting your money. Join us as we discuss what is moving the economy, markets, stocks, and personal finance. This podcast is for entertainment and informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Before acting on any financial advice, you should consult a financial professional who can review your specific financial situation. Any opinions expressed by the hosts or guests are their own and do not reflect the opinion of LVM Capital Management clients or employees of LVM Capital Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in the podcast. Welcome to Five Minute Finance. Tyler and Craig is back up from Florida for the season. And today we're going to talk a little bit about the advantages of market volatility. So we've certainly had a lot of volatility here in the last several months. And obviously the negatives that go with that, but The positives. We'll we'll kind of touch on that. So to start, talk a little bit about uh, rebalancing to appropriate asset allocations.
1: So that's a great point, Tyler. Your appropriate asset allocation really derives from your personal investment plan. It's very important when you begin your investment program to have a plan laid out and an asset allocation that is suitable for your risk tolerances, and that's geared to meet your return requirements. And when you have that plan in place, and then you have market volatility like we've been experiencing, you have the ability to rebalance to that asset allocation. You're forced to buy low when stocks have sold off to get back to your appropriate allocation. And conversely, when the market rallies strongly and you're overweighted, that's an opportunity to trim your exposure and get back to your long-term asset allocation to ensure that your plan is successful over time.
0: Right. And question that we're getting a lot now is, what are some ways you can hedge against the volatility or hedge against more downside? But realistically, to start having that appropriate asset allocation, as you mentioned, you know, not putting money at risk that you can't afford to lose uh, from the beginning, and only invest your personal savings in stocks that when they go through periods like we're experiencing today, uh, that you can live with it.
1: Absolutely. That's a a really good point. Yeah.
0: Another benefit of market volatility is potentially buying stocks at a discount uh, when the market's falling. So Craig, you want to talk a little bit about that and and the current fundamentals of the market?
1: Sure. So as we look at the backdrop, that we're in right now, we're seeing the economy continuing to grow. Uh, In the first quarter, it didn't grow as fast as inflation rose. Uh, So real GDP was slightly negative, but in nominal terms, the economy grew six and a half percent. And that's what generally determines corporate revenues. They tend to track nominal GDP. And so when we're looking at the first quarter earnings, they were very strong, surprises in every sector, and growth is expected in each of the next three quarters as well, and also in 2023. Obviously, earnings estimates can change over time, and we monitor those. But right now, revenues and earnings are very strong. Corporate balance sheets are in great shape. Uh, there's a lot of free cash flow being generated by a number of strong companies and so the weakness in stock prices is really due to investor psychology when you look at surveys of investor sentiment right now it's pretty negative that's actually a contrarian signal the market tends to do very well when sentiment is at its worst
0: yeah and you know i think the the positive there is that stocks aren't really falling based on the fundamentals. As you mentioned, there's still strong earnings and still strong revenues. It's mostly the investor psychology that's kind of pushing the valuations down.
1: And so uh, you can buy good companies at a cheaper price today than you could five months ago. Exactly.
0: Also, taking the long-term view when there is this market volatility, uh, we have a chart here that will also be posted with our notes. That takes a look at Uh, the S&P 500 declines of greater than 15%. And Craig, you want to review some of those numbers behind uh, those market declines?
1: Sure. So in the last 65 years, there's been 26 times when the market's fallen at least 15% in a five-month period. What's interesting is to look at what's happened in the 12 months after that five-month decline. And in 24 of those 26 times, or 92%, the subsequent 12-month returns were positive for the market. And in 21 of those 26 times, or 81%, the return was actually double-digit positive, anywhere from 10 to 50%. The median return in those periods was a little over 20%. And in only two of those periods did the market continue to drop over the subsequent 12 months. So again, this points to the fact that uh, there are some good opportunities to take advantage of this volatility, buying stocks now while the prices are down.
0: Right. So if, if history is a guide, you would expect that there is some potential strong returns going forward after we've seen these declines.
1: Yes, Absolutely. Uh, The other thing is we're in the midterm year of the election cycle, and that tends to be a uh, particularly strong year for the market.
0: Right. And then uh, lastly here, we'll talk a little bit about tax loss harvesting and the opportunities that you may have with the market volatility. So, Craig, can you give us uh, examples of how you would take advantage of tax loss harvesting?
1: Sure. So if you have a taxable account, and you have a temporary loss in a security where it's selling at a price below your cost basis, there's an advantage to selling it, realizing the loss for tax purposes. When you do that, you have to wait 31 days before you buy the stock back. An alternative to waiting the 31 days is to buy a similar stock. If you own Exxon and it's at a loss, you could buy Chevron. Of course, energy stocks have been very strong lately. You probably don't have losses in those the other thing you can do is you can double up on a stock, particularly if it's about to pay a dividend, and then wait 31 days and sell the high-cost lot to realize the tax loss. So again, taking advantage of the market volatility to ensure the most tax-efficient returns for your portfolio. Right. And
0: those those tax losses can offset any gains that you have already in the portfolio, or if you're selling a business or real estate, Um, So it can offset any of those gains when you're paying taxes in that next year, as well as you have the ability to write off up to $3,000 of losses each year against your income. Um, And you have the ability to kind of carry forward some of those losses into future years where you may have some capital gains uh, impacts.
1: And those capital losses never expire. They carry forward as many years as you need them to offset future gains.
0: Right. Okay. We'll wrap it up there. Thanks, Craig, for joining us. Uh, Feel free to reach out. Podcast at lvmcapital.com.